that that was him. All I knew is that the guy that I moved in the cell with, he was like, man, you drink wine? I said, yeah. He said, this guy next door, man, um, he make wine. You know, he's selling some. So I was like, yeah, let me, um, you know, introduce me, man, let me, you know. I wanted to take me a drink, you know, I, that was my thing. So I go to the guy's cell. He told me, come on in. He got the cell dark. The cell completely black, completely dark, man. And he walking around, he got a hat pulled over, a skull cap pulled over his head. And he got his coat on, got his shades on. I see it's a white guy, you know, tall white guy. He said, go ahead and sit on the bed, man. So I sat on the bed. You know, I'm getting ready to get f***ed up now. It's my thing here. You know what I mean? I need me a drink. While he was over there fixing it, you know, what I'm thinking that he fixing the pouring the wine in the cup. And what he actually did, he turned around and gave me a, a big old cup. Let me see that cup right there. I ain't mean to say it like that, but he, he he fixed me a cup of wine just like this, and he handed it to me. He said, here you go. He said, go ahead on buck that. <laughs> I bucked it. Get back to him. So he said, you want to know? I said, yeah. He said, that was on the house right there. So I sat back, and I'm like, man, shit, this is all right right here, man. I'm in a good part right here. I ain't in the population, one third of military, and died 41% of the time in the Vietnam War. The chief of staff. That's number three. Batting fourth, and I don't mean Marlon Brando. I mean the real godfather. Drugs running rampant in the black community. Don't, please don't deceive yourself. If America is the number one power in the world, they could police their borders to stop the drug traffic. These men and what they represent intentionally want to make sure the black boys never grow up to be men. But remember, they got some help from some of us who really like black boys, who may even have black boys at home, just didn't know any better. And so we bat number five through nine, batting fifth, not all, but some, some mothers who raise their daughters and love their sons. Batting six, some female teachers who don't understand that boys have different learning styles than girls. Batting seventh, representing the media in this country, shows like Gary Coleman and Webster. Shows that make me sick. Shows that illustrate that black men cannot raise intelligent black boys to be men. In other words, we need a white father for Gary Coleman and for Webster. It's all part of the media image. It goes all the way back to Tarzan, all the way back to Superman, all the way back to Rambo. To rock all part of white male fantasy trying to control the world. It's all part of a scheme. Make sure you heard me. It's consistent with Superman, Tarzan, Santa Claus, the white father, all part of that scheme. Batting eight, the macho image. Takes care of him. Willie makes him. Point number one. Point number two, Willie only works, and maybe not even then, outside the house. Eddie works inside and outside. In other words, Willie may cut the grass. He may rake leaves, but he definitely is not working inside the house because men work outside and women work inside. 
but not Eddie. Eddie believes in whatever it takes. Washing dishes, making dinner, whatever it takes. And then last but not least, Willie is very insecure. And so Willie verbally and physically abuses his woman, but not Eddie. Eddie is very secure. In other words, Eddie encourages a woman to go back to school, to get a promotion on her job. Eddie encourages his woman to go to church. You know what I even heard? Eddie goes to church with her. And the reason is Eddie is his wife's best friend. And because of that, he understands that putting his woman down is not the key. The key is feeling good about yourself. When you feel good about yourself, there's no need to put anybody down. I want all the Donalds and all the Eddies to stand up and give yourselves a very strong round of applause. Thank you very, very much. Signed off on the 6 in 215. You know, I hadn't seen her for six years. I was out the door at like six o'clock every day. Mm. In at 10, mm. she resented me coming in into the home. Mm. And we battled and clashed. And now we have a, a good understanding. So, you know, th there were lots of of really good days, but what you forget is all the bad days. If you had one good day, a Sunday, you know, Lynn on K-Wing, bless her, cooked us a breakfast for a quid, that that would be the highlight of the week. So I read a book. I don't know if it was turning the key or turning the screw. A journalist in New York, he wanted to go and write about Rikers Island. Oh, yes. And the governor wouldn't let him in. So he applied for a job, got assigned as an officer, and, um, you know, he's getting all this stuff, writing all this stuff down. But within six months of working in this hostile, dangerous, negative environment, he started taking that energy home. And he was abusive to his wife and kids. Stanford Prison Experiment, do you know about that? Yeah. Right, Stanford Prison Experiment, for the people who don't know about that. Um, young psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever, early 70s, behavioural experiment, asked for volunteers, split them into two groups. One of them, he says, you're going to be prison guards because it was in America. The other, you're going to be prisoners. Had the prison happened here, they're pulling you out, killing the person. He was in jail for... 20 years, I believe. During the course of being of being in prison, he started reading books. And he wrote a book called Writing My Wrongs. Mm -hmm. Writing, W-R-I. Writing My Wrongs. Which ended up becoming a New York Times bestseller. Dope. And he was on Oprah. Dope. And now he has his own Dope. show about prisoners Dope. who are re-entering society Dope. and so forth. Dope. He's one of a kind. I'm one of a kind. Yeah. But, but the one thing that he said... That's sort of the over overlying theme of of what he does, which which I find very interesting, and and in a way it's a bit. It goes against what America stands for: is that you are not defined by your worst action. That's right. I feel the same way. I mean that 
he did what he did. He admitted to what he did. You know, he didn't say that he was framed or whatever else. He knows what he did. He knows it was a mistake. But that does not mean that that is what is going to define him for the rest of his life. Right. As a murderer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've been saying that for years. I've been telling my dude. I've been, listen, I inspire niggas in the street. Niggas in the street look at me and they, they find inspiration because they know I did it. And I tell them all the time, prison, jail, the streets, your past don't define you. It's not the end or be all. I've been saying this for the last 10 years. We could be Not only was I hurt, but I was hurt emotionally and mentally because I was, I was under the impression that, yo, this could never be done to me. I'm big speedy, what the fuck? I don't get hit, I hit niggas. I got stabbed up and all that out of You know what I'm saying? I got back, everybody gets it. You know what I'm saying? If you put some work in, you, you, you get it too. I mean, my mans had to come and scoop me out of the cell and report my injuries. My man got stabbed up too, my dude. They ran up on him and stabbed him up crazy. Like, his, he almost died. It was like an inch away from his heart. The survival instincts kicks in. I want to rip your head off, I want to kill you. That's just what I want to do because I'm angry. Now I'm looking at you saying, I gotta live because you're trying to kill me. You're literally trying to kill me, so I have to kill you. You know what I mean? And you gotta go all out. You, you, you know, for me, I went from zero to 120 less than 2.3 seconds. I went all out. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy, man. Like, he was like fucked up, he couldn't even walk. He was like holding it, he was like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, you breathe my heart. It's like, ah, I mean, just be easy, man. Just, you know what I mean? Because when you get hit, you can't just be moving or nothing. And even the nurses told me, yo, if you would have came, you would have died. You would have bled to death. I had a soaked mattress, a sure death. I seen a person get stabbed up and go from being flushed and looking energetic to pale and in a fetal position on the floor, gasping for air. It's just like, you know, it's like the guy went from being a living person to a corpse. Because you lying, you ain't little water, because big water resting in peace. So everybody in the motherfucking cell, everybody in the court tank started agreeing with the niggas that was on him. They like, yeah, man, uh, big water resting in peace. You know what I mean? So you lying, you can't be little water. So, everybody on the side, everybody in there against him. Trey D was the only motherfucker that spoke up for dude, right? Trey D was like, nah, man, uh, little homie is right, man. Big Water is up there in Folsom right now. So, when Trey D spoke, everybody kind of like got off, got off of that. But uh, the little niggas, they kind of was calming down at first. And, uh, the little water dude, he was like, yeah, I'm a little water from Insane. I ain't scared of nobody. So the other little niggas from Insane took off on him. Bing, 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 bing. So they, you know, DP'd their own homie or whatever. But I respected the fact that he still, you know, <laughs> he didn't break it down. He, they whooped his ass and everything, but he still was talking shit afterwards. But anyway, so that was that, right? So, 
when that shit happened, it was this one older nigga in there, probably about the same age as Trey D. Trey D probably like late 30s at the time. So it was a nigga in there like kind of his age. And, uh, you know, on the west side of Chicago, you know, uh, the bitch, it was only, the date was only supposed to be a, a little funky ass, you know, I think like a $80. It was only supposed to be $80. You know, a lot of niggas, they could be lying on their pimping. But the date was only supposed to be for $80. But, you know, like you teach a bitch, like, look, bitch, that's agreement prices. So whether it's 100, 500, 1,000, whatever, you know what I mean? That's an agreement price. But the development price is anything that that nigga got that's valuable, whether it be in his room, his house, his car, or whatever. And sometimes you might have to become an uh, agreement over a slice so you can have the whole motherfucking pie the whole motherfucking pizza. You know what I mean? Yeah, y'all was in agreement for a slice, but your mentality is, I'm taking everything from you. I just agreed upon that slice to get inside the dough. So once the bitch got inside the vehicle, he's so into the head the bitch sucking his dick, he, you know how you tricks be. He got his eyes closed, you know what I mean? Like the bitch sitting over there just making love to his dick. So he got his eyes closed, but the whole time the bitch stealing from him. And the bitch got a little bit over $800 from him. You know what I mean? Which on the west side of the shop. Uh, you ain't really expecting her to have no kids. You ain't expecting her to have no drug problems. You expecting her. I mean, there's many things, the criteria. But what my point is before you can even look for the right woman, you got to know what makes her right. Or else you're going to be running into any woman trying to put her in the right position. When she may be round and you trying to put her in a square position or a triangle, because it ain't gonna fit. And if it do fit, there's gonna be a lot of spaces that's not covered up. You don't want that. This is why tonight I'm gonna try to impress on you how important it is to be truly prepared. You're not gonna run into the right woman quick. And if you do, that's because you don't have any criteria. It's just as important to know how to deal with the women you run across as it is to know how to deal with that right one when you run across her. You, you just have to be prepared for life's unexpected events as well as the expected ones. Because most of the men I speak with... <laughs> They don't understand today's life, uh, you know, in as much as they... To send out and, and keep the ball rolling because we're trying to find them and we're trying to we're trying to hit gold. We're trying to find some good ones. I found one in South Carolina. He's no longer... That's my, on my Patreon. He's no longer um, my, my sugar daddy. But then he did try to come back into the picture again just recently. But um, on Strictly Online, South Carolina... And he would send me like, um, 
He was sending me like $200 a week. I think I said that in one of my videos. But like, y'all, it clearly, it just like started slowing down to like, he would give me $25 a phone call. And these would be hour phone calls. And I'm like, well, $25 an hour is not bad. But still, it was just like, um, no, that's not going to work. So I had to cut it off with him. I would send him pictures. I would... I would send him videos saying, oh, I miss you, Danny, and stuff like that because it's really, it's like, makes it really, really personal. Also, it is good. Post it on Snap. Post it on your Instagram. They see that you're a real person. You're living your real life. And you tell them, hey, look, I only want something strictly online. And it's, it's just you. Like, you're the only person I hit up. I thought you were cute be open to this a lot of these guys are and i don't want to be insensitive but a lot of these guys are lonely and they they some of these guys are introverts like they don't want to go out and willingly meet people they literally be online talking to females all day for free like girls be on dating apps for free talking to these people like i cannot relate to the ghetto sorry if i'm going through Talking to guys on dating apps at the Yeah, I gotta stay on the fitness, man. I gotta keep this game looking good, man. I gotta keep this game looking good, man. Biko, what's up with it? Macadosis, I see. James Kills, you got your water? Sugar, what's up with it? Hey, Ken, see, as old as you are, Ken, <laughs> you should know where that come from, the beginning of the, of the song, Nine in the Morning, Fed's at My Door. He got that from Ice T song, Six in the Morning. Knock, as always, appreciate you, family. What's up with y'all, though, man? I see we got a good amount of people up in here right now, so we're going to go ahead and get to it. Yeah, that's Ice T. Back in... None of that. You a white boy, you getting your shit taken, period. So we walk in, and like I said, they got about, I can't remember but it's because so, it's so long ago, but I want to guess they got like seven or eight rows of beds. They got like seven or eight rows of beds, right? And... The last row is against the wall. That's that's where the blacks was. It wasn't that many blacks. So the blacks got the, the back row against the wall, but it was filled up. So me and dude from Santana, who I got cool with, we had to sleep up up front with the essays, you know what I mean? So we like, damn. <laughs> and we noticed, you know what I mean? Because I think it was his first time in there too. But what we noticed was, you know, everybody sleeping with their shoes on. <laughs> so I'm guessing the detention must be thick in there. So we doing the same thing. We in there sleeping with our shoes on. 
and all of that. So, but fortunately, didn't nothing pop off at that time. But this is my first experience of the main line of LA County, right? So, put some more love in my body, excuse me. So fast forward, right? He just happened to be in a meeting when I called him back and said, um, you know, he, he, he wanted to resolve this. And, um, you know, that, that that was basically what he was saying. Um, so I was like, cool. So that was Tuesday, April 18th. Wednesday, April 19th, because um, he said he was in a meeting. He was going to call me back. Right. So on Wednesday, April 19th, um, I sent him an email. I said, peace, brother. I appreciate you reaching out yesterday to attempt to resolve this issue. I intend to send an official letter to begin the legal process next week. If the money owed is delivered before, then the issue will be settled. You can call or email me today if you would like to discuss anything. Again, my address for you to send the check to is, I gave him my address. And then I said in the email, there have been some brilliant men in our community that fail when it comes to accountability with others. They have trouble amending offenses and this limits their greater works. I have watched you for over a year now and seen many cases where you hold yourself accountable in family and business relationships. It is one of the reasons I thought this agreement would be mutually beneficial. It can still be. It is on you. Peace. So there was no communication. Um. Saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. My dad is big on safety, so the Toyota Highlander with Safety Sense is perfect for him. It's also great for me because I daydream. It comes with pedestrian detection, which stops for Bigfoot should he step in front of us. If only it could do my homework. Qualified lessees can lease a stylish new 2017 Highlander LE for only $2.99 a month for 36 months with $29.99 due at signing. Toyota, let's go places. Drivers should always be responsible for their own safe driving. Depending on the conditions of the roads, vehicles, weather, etc., the systems may not work as intended. Visit gstoffer.com for details. Offers available at Flex Station and 5117. Not a lot because it's, it's my personality, you know what I mean? You meet me in person or you, you know, you come out to one of my shows. I'm not one of them, like, uh, stuck-up rappers where people come and be like, you dope, you know, and it's like, yeah, I know. You know, nah, I don't do none of that shit. I'm, I'm hopping in photos with you. I'm, uh, I'm at your table with you. Shit, you might even be rapping my song while I'm performing. I might give you the mic and just let you do your thing, you know what I mean? I just like having fun with it, so I feel like people see the genuineness in my heart, you know, the kindness in my heart when it comes to this, and they just like, you know, we take to that dude, you know, he's cool. So it's like that, like, I, I just I just like to mess with people. I like having people on the good side, mess with people on the good way, you know what I mean? So it's, it's fun, it's fun to me. This rap shit is really fun to me. <laughs> but yeah, check me out though, you feel me? I'm Wolf Dawson, man. Wolf, Wolf D-O-T-S-O-N you, you can find me everywhere Every social media platform um, I got a whole new project coming out soon No title yet Just stay When you follow me You can keep up with that I got videos All the shit Merch Everything coming You know I'm putting together a benefit too For kids I, I want to start giving back To the community too So anything Anybody out there Want to help me With my brand And like Help me succeed With this brand 
that's just look for shit like that for me because I don't want nothing from nobody. I don't want a handout. I just want y'all to help me help us. You feel me? So yeah, like I said, I got this I got the kid, like the kid shit going on. This Christmas I plan on doing another uh I plan on doing a drive, a toy drive with a show. So any artists out there see this, y'all wanna be a part of that. Is if it's motherfucking you. Why? Cause your genetics is different. You can read a book about how to dunk from the free throw line from Michael Jordan. Man, it's a fascinating book. But guess what? You don't have the capabilities to jump from the motherfucking free throw line. You're just reading about it. You're just hearing a tutorial about it. It sounds amazing. But guess what? If you don't have the capabilities, it's not going to happen. Think before you eat. There's so many niggas that can't even think past go and getting in the comment section trying to sit up there, you understand me, and uh, sit up there and teach this pimping. Just like, uh, and, uh, and it's always them Johns. Have you noticed that? Seeing always get into it with them Johns. You know, it's something about these guys with these trick-ass names. John. I got into it with one John, you know I mean, a minute ago, but you know what I mean? What, what's up with all these Johns? And he probably thought he said something too when he said, uh, shut up, Reverend Spike. You know what I mean? All of these Johns. And that just show you something, that your mama really thought that you was going to be a trick when you was even born. What's his name? John. Your mama just knew it was going to be a tricking-ass nigga. The nurse knew you was going to be a tricking-ass nigga. They all came together on one accord to name you John. They knew you was going to be a John. Hey, appreciate the vibe. You know yourself, right? You, you've, you've been in some situations, uh, you know, where you've met um, these mafia-type people, it man, you've been on your own. You know, dangerous, violent individuals and stuff like that. You, you get used to mixing with that crowd. Yeah. You know, and you, you're not unintelligent. So you, you took intelligence to that. Where your mate Wildman had got some brawn and stuff, then, you know, you, you need one or the other, or ideally both, I would think, to survive yeah. in American prison. But again, watching what you say and watching what you do. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it is scary, but you know, did did you? How, how long did it take you before it became the norm? Or I'm not saying you felt comfortable, but you know that that initial gut feeling of being absolutely terrified, sort of. You know, you sat First with your Aryan brother sleep, and playing. Yeah. You know, yeah, it becomes normal. It's like it's almost like your adrenaline's going non-stop, and in the beginning you can't sleep. And then you like internalize your fear so you don't show it. But the pressure's so intense, I think it, it pushes you into mental illness. I felt mentally ill by the time I got out. Let's switch that over here. I, I think prison officers now, a lot of prison officers, people I work with, they, they can they can slag me off or say that's not true or what. But it's for a reason why I, I can't really say too much. Because you just heard the sister on the phone. That's my heart. That's my wife. That's my wife's cousin. We family. To do what I do would be hurting her. That shit would destroy and, you know, it hurt her. Sometimes you got to hold that shit. But then, when a nigga crossed the line like this nigga crossed the line, 
Sometimes you got to expose niggas to let them know, nigga, you ain't shit but a piece of shit, nigga. Let these niggas know who the fuck they really are. Nah, don't do that. Leave him alone, polite. Don't do that, cause you know your shit is based on lies. He got facts. He got a lot of he got a lot of evidence. So once again, I would never talk about little my aunt. Well, so that's forth. a good reason to let you know that you need a pimp by your side just by the back pay, just by that guy killing the prostitute, different things like that. See, a prostitute needs a pimp. She needs that guiding. She needs that somebody to show that love. And, and, and she needs that understanding, and the only one can really understand that is a pimp. You know what I mean? Because he gonna give us some instruction before she fall into destruction. You know what I mean? Because she needs to know. And like I said, the instruction ain't just for a prostitute. It's for a human being, period, to survive and move in life. It just happened to be a pimp giving it to a prostitute. Mm. Well, Don Magic Juan, it was a hell of a story. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever done it like you before. Hey, I'm the best that ever done it, and they say got away with it. From Pimp Stick to Pulpit. I actually read that book before you and I met. Yeah, but it's a mole here. This is the second edition. Right. As you can my, my, see my version looks different. <laughs> this is the last man standing. Okay. You know what I mean? I didn't stood the test of time. This internet, you know, this pimping. You know what I mean? I mean so much to what not only my life story, but I have a 33 daily spiritual guide. I mean, you know what I mean? I understand even through life, no matter what you do, you still need guidance and understanding and instruction. I have a major. Can't have nobody sit up there. This nigga got white stuff on his mouth. What are you doing? None of that nigga. You know what I mean? I told y'all, I'm not uh, took oral, anal, not involved in none of that. Pimpin' got to stay clean. But, you know what I mean? We not involved in none of that. You're not going to hear my name in conversations of gossip with women. Or gossip, period, but especially with women. Why? Because that make the woman feel like she equal with you. You talking to her like she eye level with you. You know what I mean? You talking to the woman like she your equal. She'll never be able to see you up here because each and every time you gossip, you devalue yourself and you keep bringing yourself, you reduce yourself and bring yourself to the level of a woman. When you serious about your pimping, there is no gossip. When you serious about your pimping, a bitch can't sit up there, you understand me, and bring you anything. Let me tell you something. Real recognize real. A real pimp 
is not going to just accept anything from a hoe. And a real hoe ain't going to just bring anything to a pimp. Why? Because real recognize real. If the bitch know you stand for something and she know that you serious about this pimping, she not going to disrespect your pimping. Uh, another question from a viewer. I once had an OG tell me if inmates saw that you could not do 50 push-ups in a row, that they would label you weak and prey on you. Is this true? Well, as far as 50 push-ups, that's not really saying too much. I mean, um, you know, most guys, you got pretty much a lot of guys work out. You know, you got some guys in prison who don't work out, who just, you know, kind of do their programs. You know, maybe they play uh, chess or... You know, they teach classes and they kind of mind their business. They're the older guys, you know, they're not, um, you know, they're not physical. So they don't really have a need to do physical activity. They might run the track. Um, maybe they'll do a little bit of calisthenics, but they're not really doing a lot of the physical stuff the youngsters are doing. Now, it, there is a divide. Like in the, in, in the feds, you know, you have an age group which is more uh, physically uh, inclined and once you get to a certain age, um, I would say maybe in your 40s, you know, you're kind of like beyond that. But like the youngsters, yeah, they're challenging each other. They're, you know, sizing each other up because the youngsters are the ones putting in all the work. You know, the guys in their 20s, you know, maybe early 30s are still out in the yard, you know, calling shots, um, you know, or maybe not calling shots, but taking care of business for the shot callers. And they're a, a lot more active when it comes to doing certain things. Um, I knew most of the guys I knew. 100%, but is she really, really, really liking you? Somewhere near 50% got to be, you know, you know, and if she ain't tripping on money because she already was banked up, over 50% would have to be, you know, what would make me feel comfortable. But my point is, see, if you look at money, you can be bought. Because, bro, think about this and be honest. If you caught this bad Oriental bitch, she making 5500 a month, and she telling you, just come over and fuck me, talk to me. I'll give you $1,000 a week. You would think you came up. Tell the truth. I would, I would, but it, it wouldn't take me long to figure out I'm being bought. I mean, that ain't, that's, that's easy. That's a... Hey, hey, caller, 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 I don't want to say you lying, but let me prove to you how you are. All right. Let's say you, you meet this woman, and let's say she start breaking you off, and let's say two, three weeks in, you see that, well, she's breaking me off. You know, but she, you know, do expect me to, like, come over when she call, you know. What I'm saying is, let's say it ain't a big deal. You just notice this. What are you supposed to do? At that point, I'll have to put a monkey. You know, really into politics like that. And I'm not somebody that knows a whole lot of, you know, about politics and the history of it and so on and so forth. But what I do know is if you pay attention, <laughs> politics in America ain't never been as fucked up as they are right now.
shit is just crazy. There's never been another president who's had so much uh, controversy surrounding his name as Donald Trump. There's never been another president who, who, who's, who just puts off, puts himself off. He puts an image out there that you just can't trust. You know, and they say you can't trust no politicians, and I think it is definitely some truth to that. But when it comes to Donald Trump, it's like you can't believe or trust nothing to do with him. He's always getting caught up in lies. Uh, I don't know of any other administration who's had as many motherfuckers go to jail and, you know, get convicted of of crimes and all this type of shit surrounding him than Donald Trump. I don't know of any other president who, who's had that much shit, that much bullshit circling around him like Donald Trump. He constantly getting caught up in lies, you know, uh, um, kind of relationship with our law, anything, I feel nothing. You know what I mean? Him, gun, mafia, whoever. I don't feel nobody. I really want to show him right now, but we have a couple of days to wait. Nobody. Or no one. Or anything. With a knife or gun or anything. If. What if what? What if you lose? I don't even see. I, I can't. My consciousness don't even elevate that thought. Therefore, if it happens, you'd be distraught, crazed, what? It's not my nature to allow that to happen. But I just don't concentrate on that. So you don't think the negative? No, the negative, you always have doubt. You know, there's always a doubt. And the doubt that you have allows you to perform at a higher level. There's always doubt. You know, I have doubt in the yoke. I have insecurities about things. But those are doubts and insecurities in general just push me to that extra level. Being successful has more to do with your lifestyle than anything. You have to live this dream, this eat this, and this is just, have, it's just who you want to be. It all comes down to dedication and consistency. They have to want it. And I've seen guys like the guys on death row. They got off death row. They got a life sentence. They stayed in the law library. They found loopholes. They got out. You know what I mean? As long as you have life, you have a chance, man. Never give up. Never kill yourself or go to. You know, I've seen some awful, people do awful things, man, when they get long sentences. Man, you never give up, man. We're meant to win, man. We're not meant to be defeated, human beings. I'm not afraid of anything. Then want to be Willie because Cheap Charles has the money, but he's cheap. He doesn't want to give you more than the allowance that he sets, but he's asking you for more and more stuff in your arrangement. No, no matter how much of a rapport that you build with this man, he's still going to want to keep it at what you agreed to forever. The reason why I'm not a fan of Cheap Charles and I haven't dealt with the Cheap Charles personally, but I know people who have, is because I feel like if we're getting closer and we're building up a relationship, you should want to give me more money. Either raise my allowance or give me extra money on top of that. I don't know. If it's okay with you, that's fine. But if not, bye-bye. Mm, so let me tell you how I look at it. If me and my sugar daddy are getting close and we're building rapport and it's been a long time i feel like i should get a raise no different than if i was at a job if you're at a job and your performance is doing good and you're you know staying there for a period of time they're gonna reevaluate your pay and raise it 
So as a sugar baby, if we build up that time and you see that I'm there for you when you call me, I come through and I have a good relationship with you. I'm that ear that you talk to when you're going through something. You should raise my pay. All right. And then we have Secret Samuel. So Secret Samuel keeps a lot of his life private. You're not able to Google him. He's paying and he's doing everything right. But a lot of the information he gives you. He's so disrespectful. She got an attitude. She ghetto. You know what I'm saying? She'll get into a, a, a continuity of using profanity to people who basically even profess to be saints. You know what I'm saying? She don't have a problem putting you in your place and sending you on your little merry little way. You know what I mean? And you even sometimes see her getting disrespectful with her husband, you know, or her pastor or, or whoever. You know why? Because she doesn't have respect, number one, for men or the man that she's with. And it's a reason for that. I'm here to tell you that there is a reason for that. You might not want to accept it because some of you uh, listening right now, you're probably attending a congregation where the pastor just be preaching. He can sing his butt off. He can play that organ. You know, he make you feel good. He make you shout and he make you speak in a tongue and he have you prophesying and all of that stuff. But I'm telling you that there's a reason on why his wife, his woman, you know, the woman that he walked down aisles and made vows with. You know, I'm telling you that there's a reason on why his woman does not respect him. And the probability of him being in some hypocrisy is very high. Because, first of all, women will glorify whatever you exemplify to them. So I'm telling you that when you exemplify a behavior that's contrary to the words that proceed to go live. I don't know why the fuck he did that. But he like, yeah, fuck you squares. And see, that lets you know that he don't. That's why motherfuckers, motherfuckers don't understand why they don't get blessed in ways like I get blessed or ways that sinful get blessed. You know what I mean? Because like me, I would never say no shit like fuck you squares. Why would I say that? Like who says that? You know what I mean? It's a motherfucker that's weak in some type of way. So he going to take a shot at the squares. You know what I mean? Try to borrow some strength from the squares. He's just a desperate motherfucker. He drowning. And he just reaching for everything. Yeah. Fuck you squares. Oh, yeah. He's just sinking down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't trust nobody. I trust Johnny Cash. I trust me. You don't even fuck with yourself. You know you're not even a nigga to trust, man. You don't even trust your motherfucking self. That's why you don't trust nobody. You right about that. You don't trust nobody. But it's not because of everybody else. It's because you's a slime ball ass nigga and you're not nobody to trust, nigga. That's why you don't trust nobody. Because you think everybody is like you. But see, this whole situation right here is showing you, nigga. If ain't nobody else like you, nigga, it's sinful and freeze. Sinful and freeze. You feel me? I was cold out here. Nigga just heated me all the way up. I'm going to, nah, I'm going to, let nah, me do that. And so, get that out the way. As so a business bro, we, we, we done. We squared away. Yeah. We even. As a, move as, on. As a business move too, could you, 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 you could have went to the lawyers and got everything really and really. Oh, no, see, you know now, all right, like, now, got, now, got now, see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying when you, when you say, like, 
stealing. That's what I'm saying. You, it's not really stealing because the way it happened, it happened in the sense of thievery, yeah. But on my pub, I'm I'm good. Right. You feel me? Okay. You know what I'm saying? When 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 he told you no, right? You got upset. Yeah, I got I. You know, not even not even but upset. No on the phone or no 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 uh no through text. And it wasn't it wasn't really it wasn't even an upset feeling. It was a feeling of, alright, trying to play me. Right now it's like alright, cool. If you you telling me you're not gonna uh you're not gonna do that, so it's like fuck it. Now it's fuck it. You feel me? Like whatever niggas is trying to do, fuck it. Um, and we and 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 it, and it just is what it is. You feel you me? Seem, you seem you seem you seem like a nigga that uh that mind his business. I so, do. You know I'm 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 being a little mindful. Um, well, no, I'm not gonna be mindful to be honest. But I'm just want to say that to to to, to uh sound good. Yeah, it's just making sound like that that situation that that nigga is in. They don't care about a correctional officer. When correctional officers feel that you are getting getting out of hand, they will shoot you up with them drugs. And we must do everything in our system that we can to protect our people and protect other inmates, which is what we're doing. So what I did, I said, yo, this nigga think I'm playing. I put my belt on, took my shirt off. When that nigga opened that gate, I stepped straight out and knocked him straight the fuck out. Then I went at his partner, bust him upside the head with a flyest thing. After that, I finished ragging him, nigga. When the motherfucking squad came, they couldn't believe it. If you touch one of my officers, if you assault one of my officers, you're going to get two sets of handcuffs. Uh, one to your waist and then uh, one on your legs. The very first day I got there, police beat my ass. I'm talking about literally beat me to where a nigga was looking like the elephant man. The first and the only time I knocked out a CO. Nigga came and tried to head me up, whatever that, turn around and just drop him. Niggas beat me up for a week, dog. I've seen an incident where uh, um, a captain and two male officers was beating the hell out this one guy. Jerome Shipman is the captain in the corrections department, one of the 11 current and former officers charged in four separate indictments in the Bronx. The allegations are that they assaulted inmates at Rikers Island and then faked documents to cover up the beatings. Every time a new shift came in, I'm in the box, they coming in a butt-ass naked, speeding nigga down. <laughs> girls in there that are experienced with health with these specific topics or ask me in the group you know different things like that access to the group is in the description box below so first things first is we don't beg to be um given attention we don't beg for love we don't beg for nothing okay like i am the prize okay i'm the prize so where these men begin to confuse, I hate this light. Like, what is going on? Jesus. Okay. But I hate how, like, men be trying to act like 
we pose the bed for their attention sometimes. And sometimes you just gotta cut that from the start because you got it bent already. Like, you lucky to have my attention. I'm the prize, I'm the queen. I'm the best thing you've never had, you know? So you want to like really be sure that you know your value because you never wanna beg, you never wanna overdo it, you never wanna feel like, I mean, you gotta stay in control, y'all. Y'all know I talk about control in all the Sugar Baby videos. You gotta stay in control. Never beg, never, ugh, just disgust me just thinking about it. So just don't. We don't beg for love, we don't beg for attention. If you're not giving it right, you're not paying up, like, dudes, I'm gonna slap somebody else, okay? The next one is we don't argue with men. We're not, I'm not arguing with you. I know a lot of guys have wanted to start conversations. Um. All right, y'all, your boy's back. Welcome to Correctional Officer Stories with Steve. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another splendous video, uh, episode, whatever you want to call it, bringing you some more content. Thank you for continuing to rock with me. All my subscribers, we're almost at 400. We're like four or five away. That's big for me. I'm super excited about that. Um, got the old Cardinals hat on. They lost today. They need work. Kyler Murray needs work. He's young. He's a rookie. Um, I think we'll get there. We'll, I hope we'll see. The Sun Devils won Friday night. Huge win against Cal. They were number 15. Cal was. Now the Devils are going to move back into the top 25. Let's get into the, today's video, y'all. Let's talk about um, being in shape as a correctional officer. Is it a good idea? Probably. So, you got two types, right? You got correctional officers that are squared away, and then you have correctional officers that don't give a shit. And you know how you can tell they don't give a shit? Their uniform is a mess, and they're way, 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 way overweight. Do you think inmates notice stuff like that? Sure they do. Your arms underneath it. Don't look at me. Just listen to my voice. That's all you gotta do. Six months down the line, I seen him. He was in a cell with a a pamper. A, not it wasn't a pamper, but he had sheets wrapped around his genital areas and his and his and his butt. And he was shaking the gate, and he was shaking the gate so bad. I was trying to say, yo, what's up, man? People were saying, yo, yo, WAP, there's no need to even say nothing to him. They shot him up with Thurazine. They shot him with Thurazine. They shot him up with Thurazine so bad, come to find out that he went crazy. I'm the seventh block. Motherfucker, sagging ass police up in there. Gonna tell me. Go out the chair. Now, I don't want to eat nothing in the mess up, but you know when you hit the hallways, this is when you make your moves at. Make your contacts at. So the nigga gonna tell me. Then I ain't going to but you letting anybody else out. Hey, 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 up. Put him, don't look at me. Put him back in the cell, take off those pajamas, and put some pants on. I told the nigga straight down. I said, yo, 
If you don't let me out, I said, I guarantee you, when you open up this motherfucking gate, I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. And I said, everything you heard about me, you about to experience and witness it and be a victim of the motherfucking shit and think I'm playing. We have a group of inmates who have a propensity for violence and they don't care about their fellow inmates, they don't care about a correctional officer. When correctional officers feel that you are getting, uh, getting out of hand, they will shoot you up with them drugs. And we must do everything in our system that we can to protect our people and protect other inmates. Which is my job tomorrow. I'm still man. As long as I'm responsible, treat my wife correctly, raise my children, that's responsibility. I'm not going to allow my employer to reduce my masculinity. I need to define what being a man is. And I think it's a perfect balance between the mental, the spiritual, and the physical. Not being a breadwinner, but a balance between the mental, physical, and the spiritual. Isn't it interesting? You have two black men. Both lose their jobs. One black man resorts to crime, leaves his home. He's been reduced by the society. The other black man sells newspapers, sells peanuts, does whatever he can to take care of his family. Same economic situation, but a different set of values. We have to work on that. A new definition can resolve this problem. I'm not belittling money. You have to have money living in America, but that's not the criteria for manhood. Boys make babies. Men take care of them. That's the definition. One more comment here. I mentioned earlier in our past workshop on the peer group. Let me share with you here this dichotomy where you have the mental over here and you have the physical over here. You see, a real problem is our boys have a difficult time finding a balance in the middle. I mentioned earlier homosexuality, and the figure is one of every nine men in this country are homosexuals. It's going to increase. And the reason is because we've been so skilled to the physical, being macho, that when our boys want to be on the honor roll, they're labeled sissies. From the Republican right and the NRA, and they've always said that if someone comes in to cause harm, you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to use a gun to defend yourself. And when that happens, you prevent more people from dying. This could have been another mass killing. I'm wondering, where's the NRA now? Why are they not speaking up in defense of this man? And I have to sadly think it's only because uh, he's a rapper a black rapper at that. Why are they not standing behind Troy? You have to ask that. They arrested Troy Ave, uh, alleging that, or saying that he was the one that, you know, shot my son, but then later on said, said that he was not the one that shot my son, and that there was another gunman. There were never a follow-up on the story and my son's killer. There have been so many interviews about Troy Ab, but they have nothing, the public have not been told or have been given any story on the follow-up of my son's killer. One person was killed last night during a concert for rapper T.I. Three others were injured. I think I had a party for probably like... <coughs> You continue to stand on the blade with him and chop it up like everything is cool. You are an enabler of what he's doing and you are not serious about your pimping.
You, when you are serious about this game, you protect those that's in the game, male and female. Why? Because you're serious about this pimping. Period. You put a snitch on blast. You know what I mean? Sometimes, according to circumstances, you might have to be wise and preside over a situation differently. You know what I mean? But you're not going to allow another pimp to ignorantly preside over this snitch. You're going to inform him. Why are you going to inform him? Because you're serious about your pimping. When you're serious about pimping, you're serious about everybody else's pimping. Why? Because those that are serious about they pimping, they, they lovers of the game. They lovers of the game. When you serious about pimping, you're not going to, uh, and let me say this, because I heard something on the blade last night. Somebody said this. When you serious about this pimping, a bitch that called the police on you, you do not, you do not, I repeat, you do not, you know what I mean? You do not, I repeat, please listen to me. Oh, P, hold on. You always have to put a snitch on blast, hold on. Because I can't walk down the boulevard and catch a day. I'm just not that cute. You know what I'm saying? It just don't work like that for me. I can take my shirt off, I can do all that. People are not gonna stop. Women can walk down the street and actually have a man pull up and say, God damn, you're gorgeous. How what, much? What, what gives a girl trick appeal, as you call it? I think it's a certain sexiness that they have. You know what I mean? It's a certain sexiness because she doesn't have to be the most beautiful woman. I've taken women and transformed them because I understand, first of all, I understand how men think. Okay? And I think that's a very, very key element to, to knowing to be to being in this profession okay we are as men visual creatures we thrive off what we see you know we can watch a porno movie and get aroused as where a female can read a poem or a book and become aroused they're more mentally stimulated you understand? So now we know that we're catering to the visual side of men. So now what we have to do is make her look visually appealing to men. You understand what I'm saying? So they always say, why are your girls out there half naked? You know, they say, oh, that must be one of Peanutty's bitches because she's half naked. You understand what I'm saying? Well, I know what stops them. I know what stops the tricks. I know what makes them stop. Shit, we got squares and square bitches and shit riding around like, oh my God, is her ass out? Is that her pussy? Da -da -da. But they're stopped. 2004, like I told y'all in, in my Life Before the Game video, me and my boy Smooth and his cousin Stacy, three of us get cracked for the cell phone scheme that we had going on. So we go down. Now we're in LA County fighting our case. We end up being in LA County for eight months. Um, I got bounced around to a few different modules, different times, and uh, I was in 9100, right, which is on the 9000 floor. See, the 9000 floor used to be different before my time 
and I think it's different now. But at, during my time going through the 9,000 floor, that was a trustee module. I mean, the whole the whole 9,000 floor was trustees. So, <laughs> hey, it was some crazy stuff going on. That's when I learned that most of the uh, the sheriff's deputies in there, they was, you know, a little sweet. You know what I mean? They was, you know, riding the fence. And the cold part about it, a lot of them dudes got families and shit at home. And they wife don't even know that they sheriff's deputy husband, when he go to jail, he flirting with transsexuals and some more shit. And probably fucking transsexuals too. See, across from across from 9,500, right? You got 9,500 right here, right? Across the hall. say man it shit is fire and the only emails you're gonna be getting from me from now on are the the rest of the payments and whatnot and i'm just gonna sit here and process this shit oh, 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 oh wait 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 hey, hey 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 you the brother that's that's in school that i did a deal with yeah uh you no, was no, no, you, no, every rep i'm not a well, well wait 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 you the brother that I told you not to email me on every yeah. doggone revelation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this brother here, this brother bought the course, man. And, and I think he watched like five minutes of it and stopped it and said, oh shit, this is dope. I got this. And then I think he watched another seven minutes of it. Oh fuck. This shit is dope. <laughs> man, this brother hit me, man. Hey, and I said, man, don't hit me so often. Then the, the last one, he <laughs> the last one he hit me. 
He said, well, is these 277 things what I should have got? <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> I said, hey, bro, I'm bad, dog. <clears throat> no, it ain't. No, it ain't. You know what that is? I'm so talked about how he got tired of being the dude with the bands parked outside with the jewelry on but no one really knew who he was he, mm -hmm. he wanted the love of being a rapper Everybody, i think i think big meech wanted that too right he wanted to clean up his money he wanted he wanted to be famous not in that way. Everybody knew he was that. Yeah. He wanted to be famous worldwide. Yeah, I actually hung out with Big Meech before, mm -hmm. before he got great. locked out. I wish I did, too. Yeah, it was it was insane. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely... Actually, Fabulous was there, too. Yeah, Fabulous yeah, yeah. and Paul Kane mm -hmm. and I think Lil C's and... Mm -hmm. It was it was some other shit. Right. I never seen so much money get thrown, and so many right. crystal bottles get handed out. They said it. They said yeah. he was the best to ever do yeah, it. He really was. Yeah. Um, so, how did you end up putting together your first, because first you just had the freestyle. Yeah. I, um, like I said, I used to go to the studio and I used to be like, ah, oh, maybe I, maybe, maybe I could do this. Like, you know, everybody comes up with rhymes. As a kid, you do it until you grow up out of it. You know, some people stick with it, some people don't. So, um, we was in a car and, um, everybody like, yo, just come to the studio. Come to the studio. Come on. So then we playing around, me, two girls out there, we all playing around. And Listen in there, if you come in there, they gonna press you, where you from and all that type of shit. But the essays, they ain't pressing no line. Even if the essays press a line on them, they not pressing no line. Like, I tell you. Like I said, I explained to y'all earlier in the video what a, what a kitty is. And for those of y'all who tuned in late, a kitty is something that every ethnicity in L.A. County Jail has. The blacks got a kitty. The S.A.'s got a kitty. The whites got a kitty. 
the uh, the Pisces got a kitty, right? And what a kitty is, is for the motherfuckers coming in fresh off the streets. You just got in jail tonight. You hit. You just hit the module. You ain't had the opportunity to go to the store and get commissary. So if you need soap, if you need something to eat, if you need shower shoes, if you need a razor, deodorant, anything like that, you can go to the Black Kitty and get that. You know what I mean? And then everybody who got the opportunity to go to the store, whenever we go to the store, somebody will put something in the kitty so it's always something in there for the people just coming in. So um, one person might like put a, a razor, a couple razors in there. Another person might put some soap in there. Another person might put some shower shoes. So the kitty will always stay full. But you got a friend named Penny Proud. You Dijonay. You ain't Dijonay from Proud Family? Oh, that you Dijonay. You got a friend named Penny, Penny Proud. You know what Penny Proud is? You gotta look it up, Penny Proud, Dijonay. I'm gonna look it look, I'm gonna show it to you right now. Yeah, the proud you Dijonay. Why you trying to play games? You know who you is. You Dijonay, Penny Proud Family. Bro, family, right here. Dijonay, her homegirl, right there. Dijonay, that's you. Oh my god, it's Dijonay. Oh my god. <laughs> Can I get a picture? Oh my god, my favorite comedian, Ha Ha Davis. It's Ha Ha Davis. Oh my god. Oh my god. Joke man, joke man. Yeah, that's me. Ha Ha Davis, man. Get a picture with Ha Ha, man. Yeah, man. Ha Ha Davis, baby. I'm with Ha Ha, man. Nice meeting you, bro. For real. Ha Ha Davis, man. Oh my gosh, my favorite female rapper, Nicki Minaj. How you doing, Nicki? Get the What's fuck going off on, Nicki? How you doing, Nicki? I do not know you. You Nicki Minaj? Can I get your autograph, Nicki? Oh I can't get an autograph. The likes of whom need that type of ridiculous conversation to be perpetuated in order that they can leverage it for their viewership. That's the only thing we're not going to do. I'm down with everything else. I want the smoke with all of that. Thanks to everybody that's showing the love. Bring those questions. I'm with it. <laughs> Damn, people be just coming into the chat like they just woke up. Yo, you got to replay the video. Go to the back. Go to the back of the video. We ain't going to be going over what took place an hour ago. Right now, we done moved on. We just building right now. Let's build. Yo, I can't hear you, sir. You can hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you now. Go ahead, brother. Oh, okay, yeah. Nah, no disrespect, Polite. I love you, bro. I still love you. Um, a couple years back, we had, like, a little incident, but I, I'm not trying to, like, publicize on that. I was really trying to, you know, sit down or have, like, a talk with you about the incident. I'm not trying to gloat like these niggas are saying something. I got my money back. But, uh, so what's the Lawan helped me get it back. But I wanted to know, though, like, you know, what happened with the system where... You was helping people like who was dealing with foreclosures or how to get out of the uh, that situation because that's what me and my, my money dealing with was you with at that time. So like, what what happened with that? Uh, 
if you go to someone that specializes in it. Come on, that's 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 come on now. When, they, when you had a, at the rally listen, yelling, listen, nigga, listen, nigga, listen, nigga, listen, go back to Africa. Election. Every Come election, on, dude. every election <laughs> is going to be about. There are going to be a certain amount of people that are doing Trump's it for racism. Trump, Trump has had a career of one. practicing white supremacy against black people, man. Uh, Here's your question, Drake. What the I'm saying the, is, the, the there four are black people in Chicago. Who voted for him. Yeah. The, yeah. the four people in Chicago, they were all powerless. Yeah, but that is that is a, that is a prime example of powerless people still practicing racism. They Which is this? They, in Chicago, where they tortured the, the oh, white people. Oh, they dude. kidnapped the kid, yeah. But they beat the guy up, but yeah, that was they just... Beat him that up. was they said, fuck white people, fuck Donald Trump. That was just name-calling. They beat the dude up, and after they beat him up, their asses went to jail less than 24 hours. Got As they should have. crimes. Right. As so they should have. The, where's the race-ism? Because race-ism is systematic. There was so, no system that protected them. No, 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 no. Them. Racism there was is no not union. systematic. It is systematic. That's a change look of the definition. Look at the word race-ism Racism is systematic. Racism is, racism is if systematic. Look it up, racism is it's a prejudice system. based on race. A system no, that's prejudice system, based on no, race. No, no, system is that's something that was added into it of, in the out, last five years. Outside of name-calling narrative. get away with being racist to There's nobody. There's a difference between name-calling and violence. These right. people were violent and to be violent. somebody. And they got punished immediately. Absolutely where white should. people who they practice should. racism... They can punish us and walk around free and nothing happens to them. That's, that's not true. That's a good point. No, that's not true. What do you Listen, mean that's not true? You're what saying, happened to Pantaleo? The person who killed Eric Garner. The person who killed Tamir Rice. The person who killed Freddie Gray. So you're giving me four examples. I, I can give more. I can just be here all day. So you're giving me four. Because uh, he heard somebody mumbling and saying something like, man, I don't think that nigga no pimp, man. Ooh, I think niggas be lying. Man, they said, uh, K-Mac said Dre went and got his motion of discovery and sit up there and put that motherfucker on the table and sit up there and said, nigga, uh, I don't know what you didn't heard or whatever you didn't heard, you know what I mean? But a lot of y'all got murder cases and nigga, my motion of discovery is bigger than y'all and mine is a pimp case. So what does that tell you? You know what I mean? Boy, look at this. Look at this because anybody know anything about a motion of discovery it's gonna go into detail into what was confiscated, what was grabbed. Versace this, Versace that, Versace this, Versace this, Versace that, Versace that. This amount of jewelry. Uh, uh, when this bitch hit this lick, because Dre had a baby mama, one of his baby mamas, I think, Kia, if you've seen Master of the Game, I think I might be having the name wrong, but if you've seen Master of the Game and you've seen the little uh, Filipino broad, you know what I mean? The one that was kind of thick, not the, not the thin one, but the thick one. Uh, that broad that hit a lick, and that was in his paperwork. So he had licks in his paperwork. Versace this, Versace that, this whip. You know what I mean? And this and this and that and all of this and all it did was give confirmation that he was doing some pimping, man. <laughs> I don't because I'm gonna get into something in the ring. Something in the ring. No, 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 because no. this, if y'all say that y'all, we copied everything from y'all, that bro, means this story, this horrible, right no, 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 come on, come on, let me get, let me, let me breathe John a little bit. John this story came out before, oh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, story, nobody uh, ever okay. said that y'all copied everything from us. Nobody never said that, brother. Why you, you, you get that from? Whoa, 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 so, so, no, 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 y'all get on here and say that 
we are new. We are a new nation. We are yeah, new. Yeah, but that's so not saying y'all copy everything. You ain't okay. copy everything. You took no, some pieces. We ain't copy everything. You never did. Hold on, hold on. Let me get. No, hold on. Let me let me let, hold on. Let me get one minute in. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. Everybody, listen to this. So listen, so listen. The story of Self and Haru, the battle they were battling for position. Because it was, it, there's some homosexual acts going on in this story. You see what I'm saying? This story was out. homosexuality. That's what we want to know. Why are you talking to us about everything else? He created evil. Okay, see. He created evil. No, no, no. You're trying to avoid me. No, I'm going to tell you something. You're not answering the question. I'm going to tell you I did answer the question. I okay, said, listen, the, the most high called us. Listen, he, he got, the most high created these. The most high created these laws. But he said, if you don't follow these laws, then you're doing something. Out with me, you know what I mean, for 216 minutes, and I'm so thankful for you doing so. I love y'all. I'm getting ready to go drink some water, eat some fruit, and probably go watch the Bobby Brown story because I like it. We go. I might even do a video on that. Love y'all. One. Fucking video games. Some niggas went and stole the shit. You did, but whatever the case, it was a process that motherfucker went through in order to have that shit. We appreciate it a whole lot more. Kids nowadays, you know, shit just get handed to their motherfucking ass, and it ain't no process. And that's why you have a generation of people growing up now that don't appreciate process, don't respect process, don't have no type of concept of process. And therefore, you know, they turned off by the idea of going through the process of anything or to have shit. So back to these hoes, you know, it's the same thing. Bitches, you know, that's why hoes back in the days was different than the hoes now. Because in order to have some pimping in your life, some respectable pimping, some pimping that when you said this was your folks, you know, other hoes respected that shit because that your folks' name rang bells. He was a respected motherfucker in the streets and in the game. You know, uh, in order for a hoe to have somebody like that back in the days, they had to go through a process. They had to make sacrifices in order to get with somebody like that and then maintain somebody like that. But nowadays, it's the opposite. You know, Whoever it is that a hoe want to choose, nine times out of ten, the motherfucker trying to prove itself to her is sacrifice. Drinking ownership by, on behalf of these officers for the money that they're getting paid and the little tiny amount of work that they do, uh, I really think that they should have to explain themselves for that. And whoever the Ministry of Correction, Minister of Corrections is should also have to explain themselves for that. Anyways... Uh, if you like this video, you know, continue to watch my videos and uh, if you really want to hit my comments up and give me some suggestions, I'm down for that. If I feel like it's something that I can speak on and, and give you wisdom on, then I will definitely speak on it. Uh, you know, I, I'd be interested to hear about that. And other than that, please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell notification button. Uh, I have a PayPal option for anybody who wants to do donate and support the channel. Uh, we're in the process of trying to get a new camera. We're, we're on our way. We're almost there. So please, if you could, 
I appreciate any donation if there is, but if not, I love you anyway, so I love you at the new Mac Clark.